as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. Well, they know my name. What did you lie today? What kind of fireworks y'all fucking with out there? I'll tell you what kind of fire I'm fucking with. Just pack some knockout OG from Tyson 2.0. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ellis Green. We got that finally in the air. You feel me? Ah, today. Extendo version for both of July. Smoke it up. Shout out to the crew. Shout out to the job. <laughs> Everyone who's already up in here with us. What up, One Nation? Phil in the house. Shout out to Emil. He said, happy fourth, my American friends. What's happening? God bless America. Derek in the house. Happy fourth. Uh, we got Crispy in the house. What up, what up? What's happening? And <laughs> here we go. I always loved uh, Dazed and Confused. And uh, we got the little clip I posted all over social media because it's just, uh, yeah, man, it's real. This is one of the woke teachers back in the uh, in the 70s in uh, the Dazed and Confused movie. Hey, guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial Fourth of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating. And that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males... Didn't want to pay their taxes. Yeah. Who's out forever? <laughs> so classic. You fuck with Pink Floyd? Yeah. They got that one joint. We don't need no education. Doom, 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 doom. We don't need no thought control. Doom, 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 doom. Hey, teachers, leave them kids alone. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Because you hate Usher so much, you've never seen fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, damn it, what's that movie called? The Faculty. But that's like one of the big uh, montages in the movie. It's oh, them playing. Oh, yeah, because because the teacher, because they're like going against the teachers? No, so I mean the teachers. Oh, the school. Yeah, the teachers are like part of the aliens. Like, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a whole montage. It's the football game going. It's like a rival town. And now they get to like infect this rival town's football team. 
you know, with uh, we don't need no fault control. <laughs> the wind. <laughs> I said, cue the wind. <laughs> You're just gonna stand there with the fan. <laughs> My cousin, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's just funny. All right, let's get down to some of the news. And okay, now this is uh, this is pretty crazy. Okay, because um, this was this was a private conversation. Hold on, say that again. This was a private conversation. How private was it? So private that we're talking about this on our show because someone leaked the information. The NFL blamed players for wearing the wrong cleats during the Super Bowl, and that's their reason for slipping and sliding out there on the field. And it was uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson who tried three different pairs of cleats and said none of them worked out there. I mean, you know what's crazy is that, like, Jalen Hurts was legit on fire. Like that, so much that even the shoes weren't stopping him because he was slipping all over the place too. Yeah, he was still making plays, slipping all over the place. There was a bunch of receivers. It was was happening on both for both teams. So, well, I mean, it's not you know, I mean, this isn't like anything. Yeah, nothing like that. No conspiracy like that. But how (laughs) did the NFL tell the players what to wear? And PJ Garner Johnson tried three different pairs of cleats. None of them were able to work. If he was told what type of cleats to wear, I'm pretty sure he just wore the right cleats instead of wearing trying three separate pairs. They're in Arizona, huh? Ooh, yeah, the Super Bowl is in yeah, Arizona. Yeah. So how the fuck is this? They got the they got this state of the art grass. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't get it. We don't need no busted cleats. <laughs> <laughs> let's see ah, crispy said they should have practiced in the sprinklers come on <laughs> they're in arizona and derek said hey the eagles lost i have no complaints just saying <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see oh for all you crazy cowboy fans you guys ready for this netflix is on the verge of securing Ooh. a 10 episode jerry jones docu-series Read it. And it's, it's in the chat already. Read it. <laughs> it's their year. We're gonna have to watch it, and I hope we're gonna be able to talk some shit about Jerry Jones. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we'll see if this is a. Hey, it opens up like this. Hi, my name is Jerry Jones. I'm gonna welcome you in to the very intimate world of Jerry's world. <laughs> Cut. Okay, do that again. Hi, my name is Stevens. I'm, I'm sorry, that was you. Do it again. <laughs> They are going to do a story about how Stephen became a member of the Jones family. I don't believe oh, this shit. I mean, you want to give the backstory, Bogey? I was at a Piggly Wiggly, and uh, <laughs> I was shopping at a Piggly Wiggly, and I saw a beautiful looking baby. I said, "Ma'am, how much for that baby?" And that's how I found Stephen. <laughs> Bought him for seventy five dollars. <laughs> Pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause uh we can go back. I mean, the prices on babies were raising because uh, George Lopez, he has this whole episode and uh, he's thinking about how his mom sold him. And uh he got sold, but then he also got returned. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But he was sold for five hundred dollars, and this is you know 
I mean, remember when adopting black babies was like real big in Hollywood for a moment there? Shout out to Brad and Angelina. There wasn't really too many black people adopting black babies. It was like white ladies. Like, like uh, yeah, Brad and Brad, Brad Jelena, <laughs> right? Brad Jelena, fucking, who, who was the bitch on the bus? Speed. Um, um, uh, She's kind of hot. Hold on. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. She adopted a little black baby. Do you, have you ever seen the show Unhappily Ever After? No. Dude, okay. Well, this one, I feel like they got to bring it back somehow. Okay, so Sandra Bullock, she's like the uh, the producer, like of the show, or executive producer, but on this show, like multiple times, like why are you gonna fantasize about someone you could actually have? And uh, they just like talk shit about her <laughs> throughout the movie. But the the dad, he gets divorced from his family, he loses everything, he moves into this shitty apartment, and then he goes psycho, and uh, his best friend is uh, is a talking rabbit named Mister Floppy. Whoa. <laughs> Oh shit! And the the whole in, their intro, uh, the intro theme song Isn't is not the no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fucking had the little titty bitch? What was her name? <laughs> uh, Nikki Cox. There you go. She had some titties on her. Yeah, and the hit the road, Jack was there. Was the yeah, hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the premise. That's why you went crazy, and yeah. only he sees the the bunny. Yeah, the rabbit. And the rabbit, you know, mentions it multiple times. Jack, you're crazy. You're talking to you're talking to a stuffed rabbit right now. <laughs> and it's a it's a it's what up, a, Steven? He said happy fourth, oh, fuckers. Yeah. What up, bro? Smoke up. Happy fourth, man. Hey, what was it? Uh, it was it was Bobcat, huh? The, the name the voice. Oh, let's see who was it. You know the hey hey guys. He he has that like you know what I mean. Yep. You're right. From Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Bobcat Gold Goldthwaite. How do you say that? Yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a real weirdo. But that was his whole shit. The of Mr. Floppy was Alan Troutman. I think that's Adam Troutman's dad. I was just about to say it. It, 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 it definitely is. <laughs> I mean, if it isn't, it, it is now. The lineage of this family goes from puppeteer in Hollywood to NFL to the NFL field in the next generation. You know, Adam Anthony in the house. What up, bro? What up, Anthony? Hey, uh, Adam Trump, he's over there in Denver. Yeah. Things are going to change, man. He's that was not paid. He's on the rise. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And okay, speaking of uh, tight ends, how about Foster Moreau in full remission? After the what is it, Hodgkin's lymphoma? That's yeah, pretty, that's big, pretty awesome. Shout out, man. Big up that, with, Derek, with Derek Carr and them getting rid of Adam Troutman. I mean, it's only Foster Moreau and Juana Man Johnson over there, and they run a lot of two tight end sets. So he may he may be something if you guys actually play in leagues with tight end spots and you want a super super late dart throw. Let's shout see. out to my man Foster, the island of Dr. Foster Moreau. Uh oh! So Chase Claypool, he's uh he's making sure to let people know. He said, "Expect this year's Bears squad to be night and day difference between uh, last year, and last year." What up, James? What's going on, brother? What up, James? Man, I just tell Claypool to shut up, shut the fuck up. 
I'm I'm probably well. I know I'm not the only one necessarily, but I think I'm the only one who's down for DJ Moore and Chase Claypool at their uh, at their ADP. Just because I really feel I love like, DJ Moore. Well, I yeah, I know you do, but I'm just saying, like, and the Chase Claypool part of it too, because I know you don't. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like he's gonna have a big resurgence with like Fields, and a lot of it is because I I really expect Fields to take a little bit of a step forward. But, uh, I mean, really, we're getting him, like, for free in, like, the last round of a lot of drafts. So that's why I'm okay. Or he even goes undrafted in these drafts. So you're getting him for free. That's the reason why I'm okay with it. I wouldn't even take him in a best ball. <laughs> and James is with you. He said, Claypool, bro, no, not worth it. <laughs> I don't, I've, I've taken him in a couple best ball, and that's it. I doubt yeah, it. that's cool. He's a best ball guy, I guess. And James said, I'm about I'm to okay rip. being wrong about Claypool. <laughs> James said he's about to rip a dab and then jump into the weekly winners on underdog. There you go. And okay. I'm assuming you're already there. But for those who aren't on underdog, go get over there and use the promo code HUSTLER. And, uh, and look at that, James. If you're a 420 crew member on YouTube, we actually have uh, a, a custom dab emoji for the 420 crew members. And uh, then you can let us know how you're smoking. I'm about to take a rip out of the Jerome Baker bong right now. All right, which one Which one am I smoking, guys? You think I should smoke the Tyson 2.0, uh, the Toad? Or should we go with the Uppercut OG, the Knockout OG, or the Sour Diesel? We'll give everyone the choice in here. And James said Claypool doesn't take the sport seriously. Because <laughs> he's Canadian, man. This is an American sport. I mean, what do we, what do we expect? Mapletron. What do we expect? I know that there. I know that there's some, um, you know, some analysts who come from Canada, but uh, for fantasy football. But it's just one of those things. I know. I you know, like we love our Canadians, but when it comes to an American sport like football, you know, got to go with the root. And there we go. Shout out to James, who just became a YouTube member right now. 420 Crew YouTube member. Yeah, man. Throw those emojis in there. Yeah. Let's get it. Ooh, and. Uh, and Derek said the Tyson 2.0 Sour Diesel. I'm going to say the sour. Look at that. Look at that. Is, is that what it is? Just ch- champions think alike? Yeah. Reigning champion, by the way. <laughs> here we go. Let's rip off a bowl here. Yeah, and this Sour Diesel, not the, not the best nug kind of small I've been pulling on it but you can see the crazy orange hairs the light rich greenery super frosty i mean man the trichomes are just like insane the trichomes are the bee's knees <laughs> man and now we're about to hit this out of the ball let me hit that ball yeah we gotta start using that <laughs> Because uh, it was not because of someone that that drop existed. It's because I've loved that song since I was like twelve years old. That bong, 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 bong. Let's smoke it up for James and welcome in a new four twenty crew member. Yeah, hell yeah, we're gobble one of us. <laughs> Those guys are fucking goofy as fuck. And uh, what's it called? In the wolf, gobble gobble one of us. Gobble gobble one of us. That's definitely a movie we're going to have to do on the silver screen breakdowns. Yeah, Wolf. Um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh. Martin Scorsese and Leo. We've already right. done one Martin Scorsese and Leo movie. We did Shutter Island. 
for the silver screen breakdowns. Uh, how about uh, we're going to be doing Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey this Friday, and uh, we got a returning guest coming on the show. It's Corey from Big Dumb Movie Podcast, and uh, he came when we did uh, the breakdown of Surf Ninjas. Me, him, and Bogey. I don't know if you'd find. I don't know if you're going to find too many more people in this world who like surf ninjas like more than us. Like <laughs> I've heard, <laughs> it's funny. Like Corey's um, gone on other movie review podcasts, and like he's always throwing out surf ninjas like best movie of the nineties. And like <laughs> if I have to think really hard about like you know one of the best ones, it's always going to be that one. Ninja movies were the shit in the 90s. Yeah, hell yeah, they were. I was a ninja for Halloween at least like three three out of the five years in elementary school. Oh, this is funny. We played a clip from Dazed and Confused earlier. We have not done it yet. It is going to be on the list, but every every 4th of July, I always think about this clip from Dazed and Confused. Hey, guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial 4th of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. <laughs> that was one of the woke teachers back in the day. <laughs> and Big Tons, I saw you post about this. He said, bro, Days of Thunder 2 is being made. Yeah. I fucking love the first Days of Thunder. I swear, man. Like, they, they better not ruin it. Like, it better not ruin that. For those who haven't seen Days of Thunder, it's a NASCAR movie with Tom Cruise. And it's one of those ones where, like, during the uh, during the fantasy football, like, championship uh, week, I always go back and I watch, like, all the, uh, you know, I just go back and try to get every movie that I can and, like, watch the championship game, you know, in those uh in those movies. And uh, this one was, I believe it's the Daytona. It's either the Daytona 500 or the Indy 500. One of the two. I can't remember what race this is. But, um, yeah, he takes it on home. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> when I watch this during, I don't watch Coach Carter during the fantasy football, you know, championship week. Come on. We're only watching the movies that where the where they win at the end of the movie, not the ones where they come up. Dude, that's in Tom Cruise's. Hey, look at Tom Cruise having like a resurgence on all his ninety movies because I think they even uh they have another mission that's already in the can. Like there's already like yeah. special. Uh, They're starting another trilogy of Mission Impossible. Like yeah, they already got the first movies coming out. I think this it's summer. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, Scientology man, his his dues are high. You know, he's not going out like Antonio Brown in arena football. He's actually paying his dues. I can remember why he says he's a clone. <laughs> and uh, James said, I, I Cruz ain't never played no jockey in the movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, nobody know he's really he's played the last. He's played the last samurai, though. You know, like he's played a lot of roles. And uh, James said, I feel like there's no need to remake certain movies, just leave Days of Thunder alone. And see, so this one's supposed to be like a sequel, like, you know, just like whatever the. Uh, uh, the new topic. I've never, I've never even seen Maverick. Like oh, Top, Gun, Top Gun's so great, like yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, there's a. I, I haven't. I, I really don't even remember the first one. <coughs> there's a lot of people <coughs> um, who uh, are making the claim that uh, the second one is better than the first one. We think wins in a fight. Uh, Tom Cruise. 
any Tom Cruise or John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta, man. He's just yeah, right. He's a lot bigger. See, I was gonna say like, John Travolta, like I mean, not not John Travolta. Uh, Tom I'm Cruise. Just, or, just trying to think of two different Scientologists. You know what I mean? Tom Cruise or like Vin Diesel. You know, because the same size. Come on, man. You know, I know, right? Like, I mean, bro. There's not. There's like. There's probably like 300 names you'll say before you get to a name that that could, that Vin Diesel can kick their ass. <laughs> Hell of, a, hell of a singer, but not too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, Jesus sucks. Okay, and I was right. The I was right with the first one. Big Ten said it was Daytona. Okay, and watch. See, I bet you Spencer the Guru, like he he knows some cold trickle. That's his. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, what's it called? Tom Cruise's uh, character's name in that movie. Like and uh, One Nation said Ti is coming out with, I believe, a movie called The Department. Supposedly, it's an ATL version of Friday. Oh man. I don't think it's called the department. I think it's called apartments. Okay. Because that's how they call up. That's how they say apartments over there. And, and like. Oh, that, well, duh, duh, D-A, duh. Apartments. Apartments. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just apartments. said it. I just said oh, okay. it. Okay. I thought you, okay, I thought you were I saying apartments. I said it fast, so it all kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Departments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn, I swear he's taking a, I swear that's two, cha two chains idea. <laughs> I remember years ago, Two Chains was on a podcast. Man, Two Chains is—he's already getting—he's getting it, man. Come on. Yeah, Two Chains—he's like a—he's uh, like a Renaissance man, huh? He's fine. <laughs> you know, he made like three million that year. Off, said, oh, off, they all have sons. <laughs> off the trap, what would he say? He said, "Oh, great, they all have sons." And he said, "Who wins in a fight, Vin Diesel or Ed Sheerhan? Who's Ed Sheerhan? Is that the guy from?" Uh, oh, Ed Sheerhan will whoop his ass, bro. <laughs> That's the guy, the singer, you know, the fucking, he's like a, like a, like a, like a European fucking, he's like a British or English Justin Timberlake without the dance moves. Damn. I have no idea. I just pulled it up on Google so I can see what he looks like. I have no idea who the fuck that is. Hey, Sharon will whoop Vin Diesel's ass. <laughs> Vin Diesel will only fight for his family. That's it. He won't fight for himself. All right. Let's get back to the news. Let's see what we got here. Um, uh, so, not really sure, you know, the, uh, the correlation of how this is going to, you know, translate to fantasy. But apparently, Saquon and Debo are hanging out this offseason, and they've been working together throughout uh, during this offseason time. That's weird. I mean, cool. It's like, hey, yeah. How do I be a better running back? <laughs> Let's go. He's like, how do I be a better receiver? <laughs> yeah. Together, we could help each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Now it's cool that we got this little uh, this little soundbite. This is from well, it's not a soundbite, but at least the quote that we got here. It's from uh, the podcast that Michael Vick did with Tyreek Hill, and they were talking. I mean. <laughs> One of the things they have in common is Andy Reid. They both played for Andy Reid. Both got a second chance from Andy Reid, so they're talking about him a lot. And uh, Vic thinks that Andy Reid's legacy is going to go, like, is going to surpass Bill Belichick when it's all said and done. And he said not just the uh, the amount of Super Bowls. He said just that that's not the only argument. But he said just, like, the teams that he was getting to the NFC Championship, like, year after year. Yeah. Same thing with the AFC championship. I mean, it's really, it was like Patrick Mahomes in that offense. 
You know what I mean? Like the defense is never really the the one that you know what I mean. Like he's gone back to Eagles days too. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like from, I mean, just even the Alex Smith Chiefs years, but where they were, they it was really predicated more on their defense. Yeah, man, and like they just play like a controlled style offense. Oh shit! Big Ten says he thinks Andy already has. I don't think people would say that because of the because Bill having uh, all the titles. I don't. Need, I don't even think people think about his two as an offensive coordinator either. So he does have eight total. Down that way. I mean, he has so many AFC title wins. I don't know why. Did I say offense defensive coordinator? I also, that. I will say this about Belichick: like, I mean, about Andy Reid is that Andy Reid doesn't have the blemishes on his on his resume as far as like the cheating and the you know the. Just- and I- and I guess Big Ten's is right. Before Brady, Bill had a losing record. Yeah, and I mean, I know someone. Where where was he? Browns and Jets before he went to the. To I mean, the yeah, it's kind of a hard. I mean, that's kind of a. I mean, you can't really say he had a losing record, but he he had he had Cleveland in the playoffs. What? So how? Okay, I know that the Eagles hadn't won a championship, you know, like forever, but like. Were they good in the nineties? Like, were they a playoff? You know, like who knows? Were they making it to the playoffs consistently? He wasn't there though in the nineties, though. No, I know he wasn't. That's what I'm asking. Did they have like you know? I mean, yeah, Reggie years, White. The yeah, previous Rand- years Randall. before he got there, because he's there what early two thousands when he got there, and yeah. I mean they were always winning. I mean I know they had McNabb, but I mean that was just a good choice of them to take McNabb also, because the number three pick was a bust. And he was like the guy who uh, everyone thought, yeah, product uh, product of San Diego. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean Donovan McNabb was cool. You know what I'm saying? And like they did all kinds of. My bad, it was a fucking flying shit. <laughs> it, uh, I mean they shit. Remember they were brought over Terrell Owens? Like they they weren't playing, bro. Like fucking Westbrook was a was a bad motherfucker. Brian Dawkins, fucking one of the best, like, strong safeties ever. Uh, what do you think about this, Bogey? He said, I wonder how much the enemy leaving is going to impact their offense. Chiefs won uh, with, um, Chiefs won a couple of really important games by three last year. Yeah, but see, that also could mean on the flip side of that, like, is, there, is their defense going to be able to, like, not give up so many points? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think the – it's still Andy Reid is the ult- ultimately the 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 yeah. architect of yeah. their game plan. It's yeah. just the offensive coordinator and whenever when those types those guys are I mean they're helping with the game plan all week. But like well, also they have the enemy calling. They even had the enemy calling plays at one point. They even had Matt Nagy calling plays at one point uh, uh, years ago back in 2017. One of the things that Vic said he was like compared to all these other offenses that he's been in, he was like with Andy Reid it was all about just like easy plays to like just like get things going and everything's super simple yeah i mean west coast offense. west coast offense yeah they're not doing a lot of like super creative you know like i mean maybe you had a couple end arounds with tyreek hill like here and there, like thrown in you know for a while but it's all pretty much like straightforward i mean they run through the middle of the field with uh with travis kelsey i mean a lot's always happening in the middle field anyways and uh yeah even now it seems like mahomes like we don't even really see him going down the field unless someone is like just so wide open that he has to hit it. But also because the way the defense has morphed, the way defense has morphed into playing him with that two shell, the two shell deep, uh, uh, the, the 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 two shell look, 
the two yeah. safeties, two right? Safety and sure. like, so they just take care. They just shred you up underneath. You know what I mean? Like, and you you almost can't even play like that anymore because they just don't have a Tyreek Hill where it's necessary. But like, but it's also just like if you have these prolific offenses, this is how defenses play against you now. Like, if you're a Josh Allen, they do the same thing. You know what I mean? Two high safeties, same thing they do to Burrow. You know what I mean? When you get to like the mobile, that's, why Diggs, is, that's why Diggs is pissed. He can't get shipped. Got the two high safeties. He's usually like triple covered, like throughout mm-hmm. the play. Mm-hmm. They swarming. You know what I mean? But uh, I mean that's just then you you know what I mean. It becomes uh, how good of a play caller are you? How, you know what I mean? How how good is your QB? At, you know what I mean? You know, you know, uh, switching to you know switching to the right to, to the right play. You know what I'm saying? Under pressure. I mean, it's it's so fucking fast in the NFL. That's why he said, like, with Andy Reid, make things simple, right? Look, what did he do when Mahomes got under center finally in 2018? You know, he did. He fucking he got them. Um, he he started doing more spread offenses because this is what he this is what he thrived in in college. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then like you have like a four wide receiver set, and Kelsey and and Hill are are, are two of the four. You know what I mean? It was just, it was crazy, bro. Two deep. We yeah. had the the two deep crossers with, with with a shallow crosser, and then and then boom, you just hit like Kareem Hunt off a wheel route. He's gone. You know what I mean? It's just like it's so much bells and whistles. And here we go. So James said, Eagles fan here, and he said Cowboys dominated the NFC East in the nineties. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. And he said the Eagles dominated the NFC East in the two thousands. I mean, that was the Reed era. So. <sighs> and yeah. then. I can't remember what year it was, but since then there hasn't been a repeat champion in that division. It, it keeps getting switched around. I mean, it's probably like, since somewhere. Last year it was the Eagles. Year before that it was the Boys. Year before that it was the surprise Washington, right? Because all the other injuries to the other motherf- uh, other division uh, QBs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fucking the year before that was the Eagles. Um. Yep, 2019, it was the Eagles. And Big Ten said, realistically, if Brady doesn't pop New England, uh, I think it was on the verge of having old. Yeah, I mean, it – yeah, I mean, who knows? Because, I mean, they have Drew Bledsoe, you know, at the time. And, like, I, he got hurt, you know, but he was still one of the better – He got hurt because destiny said it. You don't question destiny. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's funny. He hit- and you don't send Aaron Jones thinking you're getting Olave. <laughs> Big tons. <laughs> oh, the Aaron Jones got what? <laughs> One sec. I'm not going to Olave, though, but it's got to be righteous. So, let's see. Yeah, actually, that actually, really, that's it. Everything else is kind of bullshit, like for today, Fourth of July. You know, yeah. I, I might have missed it. I knew there was something that was interesting. Oh yeah, we really did the Cowboys one. That's just, you know, what's interesting to me about the Cowboys one? They only got fifty million to do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I bet you that means they filmed it themselves and then they took it to Netflix and Netflix bought it. You know what I mean? Nah, it's probably it's probably some it's probably him getting fifty million. Just for the likeness of the show, because got to give up so much likeness and give the access. Mm. 
I mean, that's probably what it is. I want America. I want the world to see America's team. We're going to be the world's team. <sighs> and uh, Big Ten said I'm aware of that, but a memory serves right. Uh, they were bleeding money so bad that they were shopping the team. Let's go see. When did Robert Kraft buy the Patriots? Yeah, he bought them in the mid-90s, early 90s. Mid-90s? Because they they were already going. January to- 1994. Okay, yeah, because then already two years later, they're already getting, losing the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard of that, like, Kraft mac and cheese. Like, <laughs> but, you know, however much money he loses on the Patriots, people eat so much macaroni and cheese, it don't matter. Man, I felt like this motherfucker been getting me in all my life. Now my kids, that's all they want to fucking eat. What in the fuck? And, okay, so as a parent, I hate... That like Noble only wants to eat like mac and cheese and chicken tenders and like yeah, hot dogs and like, but that, that's every kid though, right? Yeah, <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> at least like, at least like they'll eat like rice and things. Noble yeah. will eat, he'll, he'll eat rice, but he only he, only white like he's got to have some soy sauce. Yeah, but see, like, it's like, like some steak and rice or chicken and rice or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But like, outside of that, they're not really adventurous at all. You know, they eat a cheese pizza, even. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want, they, they, they don't even like sandwiches like that. If they eat a burger, it's a plain cheeseburger, just plain meat and cheese and bread. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if the world of condiments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh, it's my pick. Where did, uh, where? Is it ma- the Matrix? My pick over there. Yeah. Oh, no, the Sopranos. That's what it is. Forget about it. Yeah. Hey, what up, Rage Boy Twenty Eight? He said, uh, "Cheer." Oh, is this uh, is this a Cheer One Hundred? Hold on, let me go see. Hold on. Sorry, we're slacking on Twitch. Not a lot of people have been showing up over there lately but yeah he threw uh through the hundred bits out there rage boy you the man you the man shout out to rage boy he's out there raging he said do i do uh i do a keeper's league i'm not going to keep justin jefferson this year wait 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 wait. first we're we're gonna go back and we're gonna who convinced you to do that yeah but i was debating on if i should trade him after the draft because his value is through the roof should i say Oh, oh, that's why he's not going to keep because you might be trading him away. It depends on no. plan on trading him away for, but I'm going to say you keep him. I don't know. I, I just, I, it's so funny, like how people are so certain of these things they're going to do. You know what I mean? I'll, like, why? Like, I'll just keep Jefferson. He's he has the most yards out of any wide receiver ever. Through three seasons, we're like witnessing history here. Like, I'd, I'd rather want to be a part of that history. Well, his value is high. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It sounds like a that sounds like a crooked ass league mate that's like getting in your ear so he could like get a chance to get Jefferson. <laughs> Keep him. Don't trade him away. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to be getting a really big haul, and like Chase should be included. Somewhere. Yeah, it's gotta be like then, or like, or like a Garrett Wilson or someone like young and and hot, and then then, then I need more on top of that. You know what yeah. I mean? And I need like, yeah, I need, I need, I need it all. Yeah, or else there's no point. Like they didn't. I mean, 
if anybody's worried about Addison like stealing work from Justin Jefferson, like I wouldn't really be worried about that. They're 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 gonna have so much pass volume that even those other guys are gonna, you know, Hawkinson and Addison are gonna be fantasy viable. And then Jefferson could still be the number one guy. It's just, I, said it, I said it multiple times, and I'm pretty sure you did. Kirk has a great shot of throwing for five thousand yards this year. I mean, I, I, I think he's going. He's, I mean, he's 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 got he's got like a cut hair underneath it a few times before when he was with Sean McVay yeah. in Washington, and this is a Sean McVay disciple, and it, it is no coincidence that like you know they go from cup. I mean, you know, Kevin O'Connell goes from having Cooper Cup, and he's the number one receiver. Then he goes to Minnesota, and now he has Jefferson be the number one receiver. I don't really think there's too much of a drop off here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. I mean, maybe Tyreek Hill, maybe Tyreek, because even there's an argument. Well, Jalen Waddles there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I just don't really. They're gonna throw the ball so much. That's the that's the culture over there. You know what I mean? That's the that's the type of offense they run. They're a pass first team, and they have a bad defense right now on paper still. So I don't really see too much changing. They got uh, they got rid of Dalvin Cook, and yeah, it is for the money, but it still makes their run game not Dalvin as good Cook. As what it was. <laughs> their wild. defense only got worse. Like, well, minus Byron Murphy. I mean, he's one of the pieces that's gonna make it better. For sure, at least on from the cornerback standpoint. But <clears throat> outside of that, I think they're going to give up a lot of points, and they're going to have to throw it a lot too. And Derek said, "My little daughter only wants a plain cheeseburger with nothing on it." You right, Bogey. That's no boys. Got to have a plain cheeseburger, mm-hmm. like any kind like, of what? ketchup and mustard. Any kind of any kind I'm of like, reminisce. lettuce, tomato, mayo. I'm like, come on, let's just just throw it up. You know me. You know what they say? We're barbecue and we're making burgers. Well, I just I put, just put everything on it. You know, whatever you guys got, just put it all on it. You know what I mean? I mean it's it's a it's let's start on that for Jay. He said, I want it all. Brand new socks and drawers. Yeah. Okay, Big Ten said I was wrong in 94. They attempted to move the Patriots to St. Louis. But that's when Kraft bought the stadium in 88. Okay. Damn, that's wild. He bought the stadium before he owned the team? Crispy said, double quarter pounder with cheese over the Big Mac. Well, Crispy, we know that you like your meat, bro. <laughs> Way more meat in a double quarter pounder with cheese than the Big Mac. And yeah, y'all in effect, that's on me. The you can turn that into a Big Mac, right? I mean, you wouldn't have the extra uh, You can get the uh, Big Mac sauce and uh, just put your lettuce on that bit. The very next day, don't cry. Hold your head up high. And remember what you told yourself, nigga. I said, remember what you told yourself, nigga. Big Ten's good, but I think Andy Reese is a better coach. Well, so Belichick, his defense, Andy Reid is offense. Offense rules these days. Like, I got a and 
Yeah, and Derek said the song for Bogey. He wanted all for JJ. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to get tagged in in a few minutes here. There go. Yeah, my girl's going back to work today and shit. Gotta get that duble, that duble pay. Couple of business I want to know. Yeah, today was a light news day for those who just popped in. We did mention that you can go back and Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, Chris, we said good spot to take time he has. He's not there. He's already gone. <laughs> you got him earlier than this, Chris. Where'd you get him? Yeah, he's not even available. I don't know. another one before I go up and get these badass kids. And Infinite says someone has to produce. Who are y'all picking up from the Texans? Yes, I guess. Pierce. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's going to be one of those ones. It's funny. I just picked Robert Woods in the last round of a best ball, one that we finished yesterday, just because of Peacock saying he's probably going to be the number one. But that number one, I mean, it, it still might be hella ugly. And- <laughs> well, you're the number one in that system. Uh, I mean, what is that guy going to get? Like six, seven targets max a game? That I don't even think that. Like, is he going to be what Brandon Cooks was? Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's not even that type of receiver. He's more like a slot, uh, like over the middle, like route runner type of guy. You know what I mean, I mean, and he's a phenomenal blocker. Give me Damian Pierce. And if it is that, who's the number one and two wide receivers from the Chiefs? I mean, is it Tony and Sky officially? Tony and Sky, but there's, there's different. Like, I think. Tony's the one, quote unquote, but I think Sky Moore is the guy that's gonna have the the, the floor because he's gonna play like the more slot. You know what I mean? 
Because it's funny if you, I mean, if you go look on like ESPN, they've had uh, MVS, you know, as the number one, like ever since mm-hmm. uh, Juju like mm-hmm. left. I mean, that's their prediction, you know. MVS, you know why they went to MVS on that goal line in the Super Bowl, and he caught that touchdown? It's because no one would ever fucking think he'll catch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Terrible hands that MVS. Yeah. And right, Tino said, Kelsey, yeah, for sure. Number one wide receiver, number yeah. one tight end, number one pass catcher, number one everything. Mahomes' best friend. <laughs> Even likes ketchup on his steak? Just <laughs> I'm, like sure you, I'm sure, you know, it's an acquired taste, but if you hang out with Mahomes enough, I bet you'll like it. Especially yeah. with, like, two Super Bowl rings on your finger, I bet, like, the ketchup just starts tasting better and better. He's like, man, listen, bro, I'm about to start eating. I'm to have my son. Listen, you're eating ketchup on steak. Just, now the champions do it. Uh-oh. Okay. What if it's like ketchup mixed with A1 and that's the new sauce that they're bringing in? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But I've, <laughs> I've had steak sandwiches that got it all in there. <laughs> ketchup and mayo and A1 sauce and all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Crispy, we know that he's a tight end, okay? <laughs> Come on, Crispy. That uh, talk said uh, Nico breakout year. Could be. I mean, that, that's what uh, Peacock says. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah. But uh, the possibility is availability. He's like a, he's a giant slot receiver, you know what I mean? I mean, and then there's Noah Brown. Like, they went and got all these giant slot guys. Noah Brown. They got Nico Collins. I know Robert Woods is not a giant, but he's a slot guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Mechie's going to be an outside guy. Maybe Mechie's the cool story that no one's talking about. You just got really got to wait till training camp because it's like whoever they pair up with with, with uh, CJ Stroud is going to get, you know, like say CJ, say CJ Stroud is, uh, he's happens to be running with the team twos for some reason. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it's in Tank Dell's on the twos. Maybe he has that initial rapport with them and they they uh you know they're that's their connection you know what i mean like yeah it always happens like if if the rookie doesn't start week one you know whenever they do come in it there's always another receiver that gets active you know what i mean yeah because he's just gonna find his guy yeah yeah that's for sure and uh let me see what was i gonna say and uh oh yeah don't forget we got uh the box break tomorrow for the cards let me pull it up here because we got a handful of teams that are still left totally been spacing and just haven't even been reminding people about joining in on the on the box breaks here but check out all the teams that are available we got cards ravens bills panthers bears lions texans colts raiders chargers rams dolphins vikings patriots Giants, Eagles, 49ers, Seahawks, Bucks, Titans, and the Commandos still available. Everything's 10 bucks. We're doing three boxes. We're doing the Don Russ Blaster Box. We're doing the 2022 Prism Blaster Box. And we're also doing a 2021 um, Panini Chronicles Draft Pick Blaster Box. So it's going to be a whole bunch of guys with their... Uh, a lot in their college uniforms and stuff, and it's going to go. A lot of guys with their blasters out. <laughs> Whatever team you have, um, it is going to go to, like, the, whoever they were drafted to. 
that's going to be the team that gets them, whatever team they were drafted to in 2021. But, yeah, let me know what teams you guys want to lock in. I like it. And, hey, hey, what up, Stale Pork Chop? said, happy birthday to Toby Keith. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and Crispy said, if that was a Jeopardy question, Kelsey would have been the wrong answer. The question asked, come on, man. But this is not Jeopardy. Dad, my dad made a point there. <laughs> he did make a good point. But we're not playing Jeopardy right hey, now. Hey, Crispy's used to, like, being in person, and no one ever disagrees with him, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, Mr. Crispy. No, of course not. What did you say? Just stand up. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Crispin. You're right. <laughs> you see, as good as I once yes. was. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk mad shit to Crispy over the internet. Never in person. <laughs> my dad's crazy, bro. Don't fuck with my dad. <laughs> yeah, especially like you have no idea. Like what kind of things that he might have in his pockets? He might have a couple used crispy rings, you know, just hanging out in his pockets or something. Use those as weapons. One of those giant novelty size wrenches. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh man, damn, this is crazy. Calvin Ridley just keeps getting picked higher and higher. He's got picked at the four one in uh, in one of these drafts. You yeah, you know, it's crazy because I just. Because Calvin Ridley there, I just don't fuck with anybody else there. I don't, I don't know how. Maybe Ingram, if I had to start a tight end, because you, you still get him. I don't even like where Ingram goes, actually. Ingram goes a little high in tight end leagues. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, just because of chasing last year. And that was like kind of a one off. Yeah. I mean, kind of an outlier year. But then, like, yeah, I don't fuck with Kirk and none of the motherfuckers either based on that. I'm, I'm okay being wrong about Kirk. Kirk probably has some big games, but he's a. He's better served as a number two anyway, and then and and then you know, it's still an argument to be. It's, it's still something to be seen, like uh, you know, this guy Calvin Ridley's coming off of an entire year not playing football. He's on a new team, you know. what I'm saying new system. Kirk and Trevor, and, you have the rapport now, and it's like you know that he always reminded me of. Oh, Jim. that was Song who took him there. Oh shit, son. It's spicy. See, and here's, here's one more thing. Because he wouldn't be there. I mean, he probably wouldn't be there at the 512 or like maybe it's no. tough, uh, you know. Yeah, when he comes back. Yeah. And see, and then see, look at this though. Like, he, Juju, I think people liked Juju back in the days. I mean, he had like eight, what, 1,800 yards, something like that, 1,700 yards, some shit. So he's, yep. going crazy, he's going crazy, right? Then he doesn't do that anymore with no age, with no, with no, uh, Antonio Brown gone. And it's right. like, let's see, let's see if Calvin Ridley, we're going to see Calvin Ridley be a one finally. Because that last, I mean, he, you know, that last year with, uh, I mean, he still had Julio that last year he was there. Right. You know I mean, he's just, he benefited off of, no matter how old Julio got at that point, it didn't matter. People, they're going to double him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, Ridley. Yeah. Ridley made, you know, he made it. Hey, you know, what I mean, he had another one of the best. Was his rookie year, two thousand eighteen, went crazy. You know what I'm saying? So we'll we'll see. You know, I'm all about it though, but yeah, I'm not taking him over. Like I wouldn't take him over like Jerry Judy or DJ Moore or guys like that. But now it's like you you might have to now if you want Ridley. You know what I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What snail say? Oh, he's up there in VA. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. Shout out to Virginia. Song says it's got Ridley everywhere. Here we go. All right. Yeah, I got a couple shares of Ridley and some Dynasty. Uh, Stale said also shout out to my my home state, Maryland, legalizing uh legalizing uh, red states and sales, uh reds and sales on uh um on July first, okay. What does that mean? So the weed, I'm assuming, is that uh well, because I think Mar- oh maybe regular uh, uh recreational maybe because I know yeah, Maryland yeah, been- the wreck rec and sales, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because Maryland's been on board for hella long. Like medical shit. Like I already, you know, I knew people in Maryland going to dispensaries and whatnot. But yeah, I guess for the recreational now, I mean, shit, there's too much money being there's too much money to be made out here. You feel me? Let's get this. You know what I mean? Weed. It's funny too because weed is the type of thing. It's like, man, you know what I mean? Weed's gonna become, especially the way they have it right now, where you can't take certain weed. You can't take this particular product and take it across states or whatever state lines, yeah. whatever. Like you're just gonna have. Like, you know, you, you should have some more places that's renowned for certain strains. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they have some of the best sour diesel in New York now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would imagine. Since that's what they would fucking want so goddamn fucking much. It fucking better. <laughs> right? I better go to New York. New York if that's like some good ass sour. <laughs> I'll be sour as fuck. Where's that sour diesel everyone talks about? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he said medical. Yeah, he says been super loose for years and kind of like how Cali was before legalizing. Yeah. I mean shit. Like you know, so Cali was uh medical in like 1996. So yeah, for how it was from 1996 to 2018. Yeah. <laughs> and fully recreational. They started taxing and waxing. That's why they was like, yeah, we're in shit. Go ahead, recreational. Okay, all See, this, really like, all these taxes. Well, here's what it comes down to. Can they make more money selling weed or putting people in jail for weed? I think that's kind of what it like, what this whole thing kind of came down to. And then like, California got to double dip. I would imagine like since the Clintons, the Clintons were in that motherfucker, right? They they passed whatever law like was like the third, three strike shit or whatever. So it's like it just like it assured they would have overrun prisons, and then they do. So it's like you know we're we're, we've been seeing the last 10, 15 years of them like. Uh, 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 pardoning, you know, fools that were rotting away in, in the pinta way, fucking for like stupid shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, then they did like the massive uh, uh, release of a bunch of fools for marijuana charges too, right? Not too long ago. Yeah, you know, I was even like that was probably like the one of the the one the one like shining things that that people we, we could say Trump did, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Ryan said, "Sorry to double dip, but I have an offer in my inbox. Send Bateman and receive a third." And receive James or receive James Conner in a second. I, I mean, I'll probably do that if I need running back because then I get a second round or two. That's pretty, you know what I mean? That's pretty high uh, draft pick to be able to like to uh, parlay into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if that's what it is, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like with this question here. Let us know if that's right, Ryan. But yeah, I mean, I would do the James Conner in a second. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't like James Conner at all either. I mean, he's going to be a, a running back on a bad offense, so we got to hope that they don't abandon him. And and uh, and when they when they abandon the run, they still use him in the passing game, which which is probably probably a safe bet. I I just don't know what kind of offense it's going to be either. New new regime. I don't know anything about the OC, so I don't really have an opinion outside of like 
you know, I don't think that I'll, they'll probably be having number one pick next year. Yeah. And we know that, Chris. We said prisons are all about the money. Yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> I mean, shit, it's private. Motherfuckers is private owner shit. But yeah, I'm going to get up out of here, y'all. Everybody be safe. Yep, we're about to get out of here. Yep, I'm about to get out of here, too. Chris, we said you took Lloyd, motherfucker. Got him. Swooped him. (laughs) All right, peace out, everybody. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. That's my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of East San Ho. What ain't know my name?